What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Savage Ways to Slay, where your boy Savage gives all kinds of advice and makes sure we crack it up while we do so. Because jokes are still the best therapy and violence can, I want to say always, but I know that's false advertisement, so we'll stick with sometimes. Violence can sometimes be the answer. I got a few things to talk about before we get to the meat and bones of the episode. For starters, to make things easier for some of my listeners, I'm going to be posting more Spotify polls and y'all could go there to leave like your comments and your questions and stuff because it just dwelled on me that not everybody has an Instagram, which is a weird thing to say in 2022, but I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to make sure that if they, if anyone needed to, they can still reach me. That's how that works. I also was not aware that March was Women's History Month. Did y'all know that? Because let me tell you, I sure did not. It's not because like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a homo- I am a homosexual, but I'm like, I'm not like misogynistic or anything like that. I just, I, I was not aware. It wasn't talked about in school, at least not when I was in school. Because I learned that February was Black History Month. And I mean, technically school didn't teach me that like, I uh, think June June, July. The summer is basically gay pride. I I don't pick when. I just celebrate all summer. That's how I roll. But I wasn't aware that March was Women's History Month. Because I do recall going over like women's rice. <laughs> women's rights, not women's rice. Although if someone has a good recipe, please send it this way. <laughs> I do recall learning about women's rights in school. But just, I don't remember about a woman's history month. And if it's not taught in schools, we need to get it out there. Because I'm, I'm 22 years old and I didn't know that. That's something I feel like I should know. Especially because I have a ton of phenomenal women in my life. A good hell listeners. I believe, if I recall correctly, 64% of my listeners are women. And to that 64%, I say to you, thank you for your support and happy National Women's History Month. I think that's awesome. But like at the same time, I, I really wish that it was more advertised. You know, if you're listening to this, go ahead and advertise Woman History Month. I think that's important. I think the world should know. Because the only reason I knew was because I Googled it. Because I got I got bored and I was just trying to figure out, like, if each month had its own thing. And March is Women's History Month. I don't know why I'm playing around with this rapper. I'm over here trying to snack while I'm recording. Like, that's a good idea. It's not. All right. And one more thing before I get into the episode, it is a very important day for a very special someone that I know and love. And I just want to say happy birthday. I know today is going to be extremely busy for you. And I know actually you told me this whole week was going to be busy for you. And I hope that this day is perfect for you. I hope you have a great day today and I hope you get to celebrate, you know, your birthday. Um, And I'm glad I get to be a part of that. I did not expect to... uh, really like experience you getting older no there's no man there's no manual on beating being like an older sibling you know what i mean there's no manual for that and let me let me clarify because my mom wanted to burst my bubble the other day when i said there's no manual on like or book on like adulting or like when not to when you should know of things she was like actually there's like a whole book for that and she used to burst my bubble because that's what my mom does in conclusion, I just didn't think 
that I would get to like see you grow up and to see what character you're growing into. I think that's beautiful. I think you're a phenomenal human being and I can't wait to see what you do next. Happy birthday, sis. Take that, mom. Burst that bubble. Boop. All right. So with that being said, we can go ahead and get into the meats and bones of the episode. So today's episode is dedicated to a misguided Judy of mine. She needs a little guidance when it comes to success in social life. Some people tend to have this misconception that being popular is everything and they attribute their success to being well-liked. Um, and sometimes when you have that mentality, it can be really hard figuring out like who's your ride or die versus who's just there for a good show. So join me, Savage Monarchy. That's y'all. That's what I've decided to call my fans. I think that's awesome. We make up the Savage Empire. You know what I mean? So I think I'm going to call my fans the Savage Monarchy. If you're a listener of the podcast, you are a part of the Savage Monarchy. Congratulations. Yay. <laughs> so join me for today. We cover how to measure success and the different tiers of friends. Quick disclaimer, as we all already know, I do not know everything. I am no therapist, and the reason I say this is to let y'all know that I'm just relatable. I'm just here to help. I'm just here to ease your mind about the ever-inclining gas prices, the war going on in Ukraine and Russia, all that crazy nonsense going on. I'm here to help you forget about it, and I guess sometimes remind you because I sure just did. If something I say registers with you and helps you get through your day, great, cool. And if none of it applies, at least laugh. All I can do is make you laugh. I, I want to encourage you in any way, shape, or form. That's the goal. I'm here to be your 15 to 20 minute cheerleader. Today, it might even be 50 to 30. So we'll see. You caught me in a good mood. Um, I just feel like... Just just for clarification, I don't know why I have the sneaking suspicion that someone might be confused about what I said earlier. So when I said being well liked doesn't necessarily like equal like you know high success, that statement isn't entirely wrong because it really depends on your job. Like if you're famous, then the statement that statement is false. Like you you need to be well liked in order to be, you know, current. You need to be popular and stay on like all the websites like twitter and instagram like you need to be blowing up everybody has to like you or if you're a celebrity that's known for being infamous like if you're like a tv villain then like your the goal is to be talked about all the time but all that doesn't apply to like the average joe or like to the rest of us because last time i checked I'm not a TV villain, even though I am well liked and I'm funny and I, you know, people have great reactions from my humor and all that good stuff. And I have a ton of friends. That's not how I choose to measure my success, especially because being popular doesn't pay my bills or add to my growth as a person. I can be well liked, but at the end of the day, I still have to go to my job to make that check. You know what I mean? Now, if I could make my check just by sitting here being funny and cracking jokes over the internet, that would be great. That would be awesome. Share this episode with your friends because the more listeners, then I start getting the coins, okay? So if you want to help a brother out, a brother to be successful and, uh, you know, become famous, we can go ahead and talk about that. But that's not what today's episode is about. So... Uh, since we're in reality and not in La La Land, I measure my success in mundane ways and extravagant ways. So like, for example, if I walk out of my house looking stunning, 
that's a success for me. Like, hands down. I'm all about the look. I'm very much about serving a look, giving you a side eye, giving you a nice eye, like everything. Did I leave everything on the stage and deliver a solid performance? Yes, that's a hashtag extravagant success because I'm a performer. My goal is to make people laugh. I entertain. But my point is, I don't think that you should allow other people's responses or reactions be a measure of your success. It all depends. It is very situational, but I don't think that should be the base mindset. It's different when you apply it to like a performing aspect or an entertaining aspect, or if your job is like, you know, customer service related, then yes, the goal is to appease at customers. But if I'm in high school, right, and I got goals and study and put this wrapper down or why are you trying to eat it if i'm in high school and i got goals and stuff like sure it's great that people know my name and like me but at the end of the day i still have to go to class i still need to focus on my homework i still need to focus on you know the lines for the play or whatever you know what i mean i hope that's making sense and i know i'm speaking like a mile a minute but that's just because i'm really invested into today's topic so i'll say it again my point is you shouldn't allow others responses or reactions to be a measure of your success keyword right there is it's your success Success. You need to be measuring it with you by yourself. If you yourself are happy with the work you're putting out, that's all that matters. Because at the end of the day, people can dislike it regardless. You can give a solid performance and Simon can still be like, mm, I wasn't really feeling it. Well, that's okay, Simon. The rest of the world loves what I'm doing. That's how that works. But you know what? My point, no, no, I'm going to go back. My point with saying that right there, people are haters. People can be haters. And there's a whole spectrum of them. I remember talking about that in a previous episode. But unfortunately, this episode is not the episode where we go over the hater spectrum. Don't worry, I'm working on it. I think that's going to be a season two episode type B. That's what I'm thinking. Speaking of seasons, y'all realize this is the fifth episode? I mean, it's not a far mile marker, but I just want to let you know this is the fifth episode. So if you kept up this long, thank you. Thank you very much. But moving on to the episode. This is the part where I go over all the different tiers of friends. And we will start before I even identify the tiers. We'll start by defining the term friend. So textbook definition. Hold on. Let me put my reading glasses on. Give me a moment. All right. The textbook definition of a friend. A friend is a person whom one knows with whom one has a bound of mutual affection. That's nice. That's lovely. Okay, let me go ahead and spell it for you. So friend is spelled F-R-I-E-N-D. That is what is a friend. And my ghetto definition is a friend is someone who you could be your authentic self with and they can do the same with you. They stick by your side and let you know when you're wrong and they just keep it 100. Don't nobody want to be friends with the kiss up. If I'm wrong, you got to let me know I'm wrong and you have to be able to tell me I'm wrong. Don't be scared because with me, if you my friend and you messed up, guess what? I'm going to let you know regardless if you want to know it or not. The reason that I do so isn't because I just want to be in your face like, haha, you suck. It's because I want you to grow better as a person. The sooner you have the information, the better. At least that's how I think. Now, depending on the delivery, that could be a little rough. But like my mindset is, if you know that you messed up, right? Instead of focusing on the mess up, we can keep it pushing and focus how you bounce back. That's what my friendship is like. But anyway, this episode's not about me. We gonna keep it going. And I'm gonna talk about the tier list. So the tier list goes as follows. In your bottom tier, 
um, of friends, there's this term that I like to call fans. Now, just bear with me. Just bear with me. Because someone's like, I know he did not just call us bottom tier because we're fans of his podcast. That's not what I mean. Don't jump the gun. Don't block, unsubscribe, report, cancel me. Don't, don't do all that. Just hold on. In the middle tier, you have your acquaintances. And in the top tier, you have your friends. So just because fans are on the lowest tier for me, that doesn't mean I don't appreciate them. As I stated earlier, I'm not talking from an entertainer or a performer's perspective. I'm not even talking from a celebrity perspective right now. I'm talking about like in high school, your average Joe's, a young adult perspective. When you meet someone who's a fan of you, they are a fan of what you're capable of, your potential and your skill, and they sometimes can be a great layer of support. But that doesn't mean they are a fan of you as a person. It is very possible to like an artist for the content they produce and not them as a whole being. For example, I love how Chris Brown dances. I think he can move and I think he can sing. I do not like him as a person. Same with Kanye. I think Kanye is a musical genius. I like the beats he produces. But as a human being, I don't like Kanye West. I I think that man needs help. And I think he needs a new publicist. A publicist, excuse me. Because when he said slavery was a choice, me as a person of color, I did not vibe with that. But I am also still a fan of Kanye West's music, just not Kanye West. If that makes sense. So, as I was saying, it's possible to like an artist for the content they produce, but not them as a whole, um, as their whole being. Um, even though one could argue, well, isn't the content they create like an extension of themselves? I agree, it can be, yes, but I would, I, I wouldn't mind the extension over the whole person. But anyway, I'm getting caught up. Um, some fans can be friends. It's like the one geometry rule. Um, well, hold on, give me a moment. I don't know why I try to use a math metaphor because I'm I'm not bad at math. I, I'm good at math. I'm just lazy with math. I have a really big problem where it's like there's 20 questions and each question has like five parts to it. And then once you get through the five parts and the teacher's like, well, show us how you got the answer. No, I gave you the answer. Deal with it. Leave me alone. You already asked me to do so much stuff. I, I hate math and the only reason i don't think you should have to justify your answer is because one i am not a scientist or an engineer anything like that i want to be an actor i don't think that i need to sit there and justify how two plus two is four it's just that simple you put two fingers together with another two fingers and that's four that's how that works i don't need to write a whole paragraph or you know showcase where x is or y is for all that nonsense it makes me so mad it also makes me mad when i like find the x in the formula i get so tempted to just circle the letter x or just write one in and keep it pushing it pisses me off but anyway this episode's not about me so i'm gonna keep it pushing so y'all know that one geometry rule where it's like what let me let me make sure i say this correctly All squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. I think that's how that works. Um, So all friends are fans, but not all fans are friends. You ever heard the phrase of keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer? Some people live by that model. So you got to be careful. These people are sticking around, waiting for your downfall. Those are known as fake fans, but you should be able to tell the difference. Like a fan is someone that's like, oh my gosh, like, 
oh my gosh, that's my homegirl, Kylie. I love how she's saying she's great, da 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 But then they don't ever hang out with you outside of your performance. They just know that you're talented and they keep pushing it. That's what a fan is. A fake fan is someone that's like, yeah, I guess Kylie can sing, whatever, da 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 They just hating on you. It's like, okay, Kylie can sing, but she's no Beyonce. Or, oh, Kylie looks great, but she's no Rihanna. Like, you know, the backhanded compliments, is, those are fake fans. You'll know, you'll see. And that's just an example. I do have a friend named Kylie, and I think she looks stunning, and I do love how she sings. Kylie knows I'll hype her up any day, any time of day, point by period. And I, I like clubbing with her. She's phenomenal. But anyway, I gotta keep it pushing. Sorry, I know I'm derailing a lot today. Onwards to the middle tier, we have acquaintances, the people that you know but aren't really close with. Like, for example, let's say your mama wants you to clean the house before her friends come over. Keyword right there, her friends. So when you get done cleaning and they all show up and they say, hello, how you doing? You you say hello, you answer the question, and then you keep it pushing because it's called staying out of grown folks' business. And when you stay out of grown folks' business, you're supposed to go back upstairs and watch whatever dumb cartoon you're supposed to be watching. At least that's how it was when I was a kid. So my mom was friend would come over and I, I didn't watch a, a lot of cartoons. Like she would come over and I'd be watching like The Voice and then like trying to vote for my favorite artist. My, my favorite artist never wins, but you know, that's what I would do. But in conclusion, when you have acquaintances, those are the people that you make small talk with to be polite, but you just keep it pushing because you have other matters to attend to. Acquaintances can sometimes be friends. Sometimes they can even be family, like that one family member that calls you all the time and like you don't dislike them, but they call you for the phone for like three hours, two hours, and they talk about nothing. So you just on the phone and it's everlasting and agonizing. That's an acquaintance. You might be family, but that's an acquaintance. That's someone you just talk to and you kind of keep pushing. Or at least you try to keep it pushing, but they do be holding the phone hostage. See me, I just I just hang up. <laughs> I'm, I mean, like, hey, I got to go. I'm sorry. I, I just, I don't have the patience or the time for small talk. It, it, small talk bothers me, um, which is why I don't have acquaintances. Simple as that. Um, coworkers can also be acquaintances, but that depends how strong your relationship is. If the relationship is strong enough, they might break into that top tier and be a solid friend. So, as I said earlier, the top tier is the friend. And, you know, I gave you my definition of a friend. And you want to surround yourself around, you know, great quality friends, a.k.a. the right people. Those who have ambition, they cheer you on when you succeed. And when you win, they win and vice versa. They hype you up, reassure you when you doubt yourself, help you when you fall. They're great company. They inspire you to become a better person. They are a light in your world. The ones that legit make a difference. You trust them with your life. Everyone that came into your mind while I listed all those things, them. Surround yourself around them. Those and, and folks similar to them. Trust me, you will see all kinds of positive changes if you do, because life is too hard and too short to go through alone, y'all. And you really don't want to, you know, you don't want to be caught with the wrong friends. You want someone that will sit there and tell you when you're wrong. You want someone that's going to sit there and cheer for you when you succeed. You want someone that's going to be happy for you. You know what I mean? You don't want to surround yourself around people that get bitter at your success. You want to be by someone that's motivated and inspired by you. They see you succeed, so then they go off and they succeed in their own right. It's a team effort. We don't have time to be the grade A hater. We don't got time for that energy. You shouldn't be friends with those people anyway. Those people suck. 
if you ever find yourself surrounded by someone and you're like, oh, I did X, Y, and Z today, and they're like, oh, well, that wasn't even hard. I don't know why you're happy about it. Do yourself a favor and punch them in their throat. Don't nobody want to be around that. They're Debbie Downers. There's not a there's not a single Debbie Downer that I know that's cool. In the slightest. No one, no one wanna be around that. Not, I remember when I first became friends with a Debbie Downer. I didn't see it at first. My mom did. And she was like, yo, your friend is depressing as hell. <laughs> and I was like, what? No. And she was like, you'll see. And then I just kind of picked up on it. And I was like, oh, man, my mom was right. That's the worst thing I can say is my mom was right. And when it comes to people, I don't mind my mom. I don't mind my mom. Uh, uh, English. One more time. I don't mind my mom being right about other things, but I hate when she's right about people. It, it bothers me. It bothers me so much because now that I see it, it'd be like, great. Now that you made my mom, now that you made my mom prove her point, now I hate you even more. That's how that works. <laughs> All right. Well, it's about that time. I think this episode was not that long. It was kind of short, simple, and sweet. Um, before I go, remember, if you want to hear specific advice, you can go to my Instagram page, Savage Looks. Um, or you can just ask me in a Spotify polls and I will gladly make an episode for you. Give me a reason to entertain. The topic can be serious or silly because I'm down with whatever. I hope you guys have a nice day and remember to love yourself and laugh.